This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And we're coming to you live from my parents' dinner table <laughs> in Newton, Massachusetts, the day of our Boston show. Mm-hmm. Um, 11-11. Just a few days before you will hear this, um, I have to say the show went really great. All of our uh, Boston jokes and Goodwill Hunting references went over swimmingly. Mm-hmm. It was actually exclusively Goodwill Hunting jokes, and people loved it anyway. The whole show was just us reading the script of Goodwill Hunting. People did not expect it, and they thought it would end, but we did it for a full 90 minutes. And let's just say people of Boston love Goodwill Hunting. We just read the first bar scene, though, over and over and over again. Over and over again. Over and over and over again. Yeah, it was great. You will drive it. Um, the other thing I wanted to say was Lisa Bonet casually walked a donkey near her California home picture. Did you see? Did, Did you I see, see the it? picture? I've seen it a billion times. Read that Read that headline again, because it's amazing. Lisa Bonet casually walked a donkey near her California home, colon, pick. When have you formally walked a donkey outside your <laughs> California home? I just pick? like, so this was from Us Weekly, but People.com put it under pets. Mm-hmm. They put it in their pets section. Mm-hmm. Better than putting in the food section, you know. <laughs> Better than putting in the baby section. <laughs> well, baby, <laughs> depending on how you see your donkey. Um, I also like... No one could figure out why she was walking a donkey. Yeah, no one knows. No one cared. Like, it, there was no... I wonder what... Nah, and then, nah, like, move on. Eh, eh. <laughs> it's like, we have big, bigger fish to fry right now in the field of, like, she celebrity looks news. great. And also, she just got married to uh, Jason Momoa, mm-hmm. as who mm-hmm. you might know as Aquaman Guy, who has yeah. actually really never been... Oh, he had, like, a brief moment in the most recent one, right? Where he was Aquaman. Oh, God. Um... Little Did autoplay. He? Oh, I guess. I think you saw a sneak of him. Anyways, people mostly know him from Game of Thrones. Yeah. And because he was uh, what's his name, the guy Khaleesi, the Cal Cal Drogo. Right, and so him and Lisa Bonet have been dating for a long time, I think, and they got married secretly, and now he's Zoe. Zoe uh, Kravitz's stepdad. stepdad. Love it. And they will not stop talking about this wedding because they got married secretly. And now right. all they do is talk about how they got married secretly. I'm like, They're really, surprised. Like, we got married secretly. But, but it's not her. It's him. Because people talk to him more. She's very private. She's I a little more guarded. He's, I think he's like outgoing and she's like mm-hmm. jaded about Hollywood. Because mm-hmm. as you know, she's been in this world forever and he's like new to it. But do you know, how long, you know how long they've been together? No. Guess. Like five years. More. Eight years. More. Wait, 10 years? 12 years. How? They've been together for 12 years. So like before Game of Thrones. Before Game of Thrones. They've been together for a really, really long time. I how they met. I mean, they're literally like identical. I, I mean, they probably were just near each other at the like two yoga hot class pe- Yeah, or two hot people who are into their like bodies. <laughs> I mean, they're just, they're literally the exact same type of person. Mm-hmm. It's like hot bohemian I mean, she, she reminds, like, I feel like Zoe Kravitz was just doing Lisa Bonet in Big Little Lies. Like, she was just doing, like, her mom drag. Oh, 100%. Because that's how I imagine her mom acts in the home. Also, let's be real. Zoe Kravitz was good in that, but Lisa Bonet would have been better. And, you know, I know mm-hmm. for the character they needed, like, a young they person. A young but, person. like, Lisa Bonet would have yeah. killed it. Lisa Bonet's really good. She didn't have to be, a, the character didn't have to be a young 
person. It could have just been a bohemian woman who's the opposite of Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. I think the young thing just gave Reese Witherspoon another, it's like, it's like the another icing on the thing. cake. It's like, it's like another reason to be mad. It's I like, know, but it, he left me not just yeah. for me, not someone for who's not for someone whose character is the opposite of mine, but like literally a younger woman. Like, but could the you be vibe of Zoe was also as effective in being like, literally Reese is like type A mm-hmm. and Zoe is like type F, you know, mm-hmm. like she is just the most vibey person, like yoga doing well, to that, to that point, I'm looking at this Daily Mail version. So the people version of the of the story. Of the donkey story. You read that headline already. Sure. Um, well, I didn't read the people. Daily Mail's, Daily Mail's version of this headline is, Newlywed Lisa Bonet, 49, bizarrely takes donkey for a walk in California after Bo Jace Momoa, 38, confirmed the pair had secretly been married. After 12 years together. Okay, so more intense. And it's just like photo after photo of Lisa Bonet. The same Bonet. donkey photo. The same donkey photo, but then like Lisa Bonet and Jason Momoa five right. years ago. Cool. So and then, I read you the Us Weekly one. The People right. one was newlywed Lisa Bonet takes a leisurely stroll near her California home, right. dot, 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 with, with a, a donkey. donkey. With a donkey. Mm-hmm. But this but this photo of like two bohemian cool people ends with, for some reason, I guess she was at the same event, Alicia Vikander mm. standing, looking like a robot. Um, in like the most like structured like fashiony clothes like mm-hmm. typical stuff, and it's just like you are the polar opposite of Lisa yeah. Bonet. I didn't know they had two kids. Did you know that? I didn't. No, I didn't know. One I is, knew very little um, about them. One is named Lola, mm-hmm. and one is named Nakoa Wolf. So between mm-hmm. two thousand five and two thousand seven, or two thousand between two thousand seven and two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. They shifted Lola yep. to Nakoa Wolf. Jace Mo wore an unbuttoned white shirt, obviously, and a lay for the nuptials. Obviously. He styled his long locks into a man bun. Do We're you done. think they care more about Lisa Bonet's and Jace Momoa's wedding or Alicia Vikander and other guys' wedding? No one cares about Alicia Vikander. I love Michael. Well, I mean, it's like, it's hard to like Michael Fassbender because he's also a bad man. So bad I really man. can't love Michael bad Fassbender man. You anymore. You can't love him. He's a bad man. I can't love Michael Fassbender anymore. But like, no one cared about that wedding. Yeah, the, no one cared. People were trying to make that, like, the fact that they had a secret wedding so intriguing. Stop trying to make this wedding didn't happen. Work. I it know. didn't work. Even the Because Elisa Vikander's no, Elisa Vikander, God bless her and her Oscar, has no character. Like, she has no personality. Um, also, I'm on People Pets, obviously, and the number one most popular article, can I just read you the headline? It's devastating. Why Kim Zolciak and Croy Bierman kept the dog who nearly blinded oh, their yeah. son. Yeah. Did you see this? I saw the headline. I put it in Dirtbag at work Yikes. on Friday. And I was like, I just read this headline and couldn't read any further because it was too disturbing. You know who, what, what I do feel like commenting intense. on? intense. Mm-hmm. God, I already forgot her name. I can't even do like a seamless segue because I already forgot her name. Oh, Bob Saget's blogger What's wife? her name? Um, Bob Saget's Kelly blogger Rizzo. Wife? Yeah. Kelly Rizzo is now engaged to Bob Saget. Who is she? She's a lifestyle blogger. Ooh, what's new? Um, she's a lifestyle blogger who goes by the handle Eat Travel Rock, Eat. which I guess means like she likes to, she likes food, she likes traveling, Same. and not. I think it's not rock. I don't think she's a geologist. I think it's like <laughs> it's like rock. Like she's like cool. Girl. You thought she she's was a hit. geologist? No, I'm just like, I'm joking. That would be but, Eat know. Travel Rocks. Eat Travel Rocks. Um, yeah, he put a ring on it. My favorite part of the Us Weekly exclusive article, which was has two people in its byline, um, quote. We got engaged last week. A total surprise, the new fiancé told us exclusively. Though though being viral is part of my business, I still try to be fairly private when it comes to our relationship. But I will say that Bob and I are incredibly lucky to have found each other, and I love all six of his personalities. 
all six of his personalities. I mean, I like that she That's added on the funny. joke at the end, but funny. the viral as being part of my business was pretty good. I liked enjoy, I enjoyed it. But she that. but she means it. She means it. Viral is being part of being viral is part of it. It's business. true. So uh Kelly Rizzo, did you read her blog at all? I kind of went over there and was like, eh, so right, I, I'm done. I like went I like visited. I yeah. took a it's like I had layover on her blog mm-hmm. and I had to go somewhere else. Yeah. Um but while I was there I was looking at some of the most recent posts and they are as boring as as these. Let me read you this one. Weekend getaway, how to explore Grand Rapids, Michigan. <laughs> In case you're going to Grand Rapids, Michigan and need some tips, um, Kelly Rizzo has a very long video for you, and she says that it's filled with a, it has a killer food scene. Okay, so she's very boring. She's like, I like yeah. burgers. I mean, I like burgers. a blogger who gives me like an Eva Marie Martino where I get like a real narrative. Mm-hmm. Like I need a this real is narrative. Very, it, this just feels, excuse me, very derivative. Look it up. Mm. Um, <laughs> I guess that was reductive. But it's just like... <laughs> It's one of those things where we were talking about, were we talking about it? I guess we were talking about this in person, but it's like, it all just you know, together, you know recipes, recipes can't be copyrighted. Mm-hmm. So it's like, everyone has the same recipes. Sure. She's just doing everything else that every other lifestyle blogger is doing. Mm-hmm. Like Fernet f- cocktails for the fall. I've seen right. it like in five other places. Right. Hey there, I'm Kelly Rizzo, host of E-Travel Rock TV. And I am on my favorite street, Rush Street. And it is in Chicago. And my favorite restaurant is here, also Gibson's. They have steak, seafood, shrimp the size of babies. I can't wait to go in and try some of those bad boys. What the hell are you doing? I'm Kelly Rizzo. I'm host of Eat Travel Rock TV. This is my gig. Can you please not steal my gig from me? I'm Kelly Rizzo, everyone, and this is Bob Saget. We're going to go eat now. Okay. Come on. So I thought this was funny because two uh, celebrities, I guess Diddy is more of a them liberty. Uh, a who liberty and a them liberty both just decided this week that they were going to change their names Mm -hmm. um one of them you're familiar with because he's changed his name a few times 70 times it is yeah um diddy or sean combs or puff or however you want to call him said in an instagram that he was going to change his name to brother love Mm -hmm. and what's funny is that like he said that on Instagram. People picked it up. They wrote about it. It was funny because he's done this before. So what would be why why would they not believe that he could do that? Like, mm-hmm. and also these name chains are not like legal for Diddy. He just you know he says he yeah. wants to be called something else. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, people still call him Puff and Sean and all the other names he's ever. But in had. his video, he was like, "I will not respond to any of the other names. I will only respond to." Brother love, brother or love. <laughs> so basically wrote that. And then all these all these tabloids picked up and said, Diddy's changing his name. It was funny. Everyone laughed. Everyone got a good laugh. And then, mm-hmm. of course, Diddy was like, oh, I was drunk. I wasn't actually changing my name. I didn't change my name. I was just playing. Yeah. But you know who is actually changing their name? I mean, if he's to be believed. I mean, mm, we'll uh, see. Jonathan uh, Chebin, uh, uh, who, uh, who skipped uh, the... Just, he skipped the trademark part of Food God, which is just get a freaking trademark on that name. He already owns the Instagram. That's good. Does he have the trademark? I don't know. Can All I'm see him saying filling is out, like... Imagine Jonathan Chebin filling out paperwork of any kind to be covered in like grease spots and I'm like just saying mustard there, stains. There's, <laughs> there's a very long expanse between getting a trademark of a name and changing your name to the name. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to do this far of a thing. Yeah. So he said, oh, I'm changing my name to Food God um legally mm. i said let me see the papers when you do that yeah he told this to page six which is also like he was talking to like the trolliest people in the business also of course um so maybe he was lying i could see him do it the funniest thing was on he timed it doing it he timed it this week of creeping up with the Kardashians this last week mm-hmm. not this weekend last weekend 
uh, was all about Kim was preparing to go on a very serious diet because she met this woman on Instagram who was a bodybuilder and she decided she was going to go on this diet. Mm -hmm. And she kept saying, I can't hang out with Jonathan anymore because all he wants to do is eat. And Jonathan's like, Kim, like, what, what do you mean? Like, you love it. And you can tell that it's kind of funny because it's kind of relatable because everybody has that friend mm -hmm. who you hang out with them. And like, you end up eating like Taco Bell at four let's in the get morning. Garbage, I yes. know. Uh -huh, you and I both uh -huh. know who that is for uh -huh, us. Uh -huh. We have the same one, I think. Uh -huh. And so basically, <laughs> like, you end up at their house and you're like having the best night of your life and you're just like eating the best things in the world. And it's just great, but it always happens. So that for Kim, that's Jonathan, because he always wants to go out with her to fancy places. And I think use her a little bit to get tables and to get in of and course. to get well, of course, right? And so the whole episode was like, okay, we're gonna go on a food tour of New York and like have one final meal. And that same episode, he got a tattoo that said food god on his arm, okay. which you have seen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um and he like cried the entire time and it was really mm -hmm. funny and she made fun of him. And then he part of that was like changing my name to Food God came out around the same time. Okay. He has not gone back on that claim. I hope he doesn't. He's just like fully disgusting. I mean, he's really he's he's Guy Fieri, but like yes. actually worse. He's yes. worse. Yes, he's yes. worse. A hundred percent. He's like Guy Fieri, but yes. like uh, what's the rat in uh, Charlotte's Web? Templeton. Templeton. It's like if Guy Fieri. Oh my god, he's Templeton. If Guy Fieri and Templeton. Wait, Templeton is such a good example. If you were like Templeton, because Templeton's back, a glutton, yeah, and exactly. The, like, food going yeah. in. Yeah, I mean, it's just it just represents like an Instagram trend, food trend that's like featured mm -hmm. on. Business Insider, those like insider videos that are like, um, this uh, this uh, basketball shaped uh, piece of chocolate is also a basketball, you know? That's a good example. And it's $6,000. And it's $6,000. And, and they're like, like oh, dribbling great. it and biting it. And then they show you how you make it. And it's like made out of rubber somehow. Yeah. Um, I mean, everything he eats is like flavored with, like, has like weird, bad, like chemical flavors because it's a certain color that's not supposed to be. Or like. It's disgusting. Imagine his yeah. poop. His poop is probably the worst. Poop. Oh my God. He the probably has poop. the most disgusting poop. <laughs> Do you think he like, I think I've said this, he like diarrheas every night. Yeah. I've said this. And based on like his dessert, like it depends on oh, like how many colors and sprinkles. Literally are in his every night, Jonathan Chebin diarrheas. Yeah, it's a it's a like disgusting. He soft hasn't been serve. regular since like yeah. 1999. It's a really disgusting. It's like no. a it's like a broken soft it's serve disgusting. machine back there. Right. It's like he's like a sputtering. He goes soft to the serve. doctor and they're like, "Your insides look <laughs> insane." <And> he's <laughs> like, "You need to stop this." He's like, "But I'm the food god." Yeah. <laughs> but I'm the food god. Um. What's next on Get here? Get that guy a colostomy bag, am I right? Patrick McDermott has been found again. <laughs> oh my God. They so, found him again. Throwback Thursday. It's Friday. It's Saturday. Throwback Saturday. <laughs> throwback Monday. Can you just throw back any day now? Yeah. Throwback Monday. There are no rules. Remember when we were talking about how Olivia Newton-John's boyfriend went missing with her on a boat. He jumped off the boat and was gone. <laughs> he left. He was like, I can't deal with this anymore. He left. <laughs> He ghosted her in the best way that anyone has ever I don't ghosted. think Olivia was on the boat. Olivia wasn't on the boat. Okay, he was so on the boat. She, and so she was just like, didn't oh, hear from him for yeah, a while. Yeah, he was like, oh, I got to take the boat, like, out, beat by. And then he felt the boat. And then he, like, ended up in Mexico. <laughs> but it was great because he went missing. And then they were, and she was like, he's missing. Like, I don't know where my boyfriend is. Like, I'm so stressed. And then, or my fiance or something. No, they were just, no, they were just boyfriend, okay. boy, boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. And then, they, and then he, they were like, oh, we think he's like somewhere else now. You think he's skipping out on debt? And they received a letter that was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm alive. Like, stop looking for me. Oh, like, it wasn't a letter. It wasn't a letter. What was it? It was, <laughs> I guess when they find, 
she hired private detectives and I guess they didn't <laughs> oh find anything. Yeah. And then other people, I guess what happens is like insurance companies also hire people to find you. Mm-hmm. Did you ever read that? There's a really good book um, that came out last year. I, uh, I, would, I know I talked about it a lot called... Um, God, it's by Elizabeth Greenwood, and I already forgot what it's called, but it's about people who fake their own deaths for whatever reason. Oh, I love that. And so she, like, talked to these people who, there's a guy who, like, was a notorious for faking his death in the UK, and they found him after many playing years. Playing dead. Playing dead. Yes, playing dead. It's really, really good. A journey through the world of death fraud. It's amazing. Love and so death fraud. her most interesting character is this guy. It is kind of crazy that when you die, all the stuff that you don't have to just disappear. Mm-hmm. I mean, away. you're dead. But, like, bank, you're, you know, your but, money debt like, and all that. But, like, let's say you were doing it because you have a, a, a survivor who would get your insurance, right? Yeah. So if you have a particularly, like, high insurance policy or your death they is in any way suspicious, yeah. then they hire people to like investigate sure. to make sure you're not faking it. Sure, and she interviewed this one guy who works with a lot of major insurance companies and he's like a really funny character like throughout the entire book and he's like really like sneaky they have to meet at the cafe and he's like kind of scary and like whatever. But it's like oh we always find him. He's like my job is to find him and you always, always find him. him. You yeah. always find him. Yeah. And so I think these people who find them are working for other companies. Like yeah. they're not hired by Olivia. Olivia's like I wash my hands of the whole thing. Uh-huh. She's like I don't know, he's dead. She even to this day she's like oh I don't know, we don't know what happened to him. We'll never know. But it's like he faked his death. He's alive. Yeah. She just doesn't want to say anything. Yeah. So they find him. This one guy found him last year and then started talking to someone who was anonymous obviously. And this anonymous person said that they were Patrick McDermott's representative. And he was like, oh, yeah, it's totally credible. It's like 99% him. Mm -hmm. And the representative was like, I have a message from Patrick. And it was like, please leave me alone. (laughs) I don't want to like, yes, I'm in Mexico, but leave me alone. Mm -hmm. And people keep looking for him. But they know where he is, which Mm -hmm. is crazy. Mm -hmm. So they keep getting pictures of him on on Mexican docks with his new German girlfriend. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know what they call people who search for those people? They call them skip tracers. Skip tracers. That's yeah. what they call them. Because yeah. there was a yes. great um, another podcast that you might have heard. I don't know. Reply all a few weeks ago, <laughs> um, where they talked to a skip tracer. Okay. This woman, this really famous woman named Michelle, who's like the world's best skip tracer. Okay. And it's like she finds ninety nine percent of the people on the on using the yeah. internet. Like yeah. it's always the internet. Um, Lindsay, let's look at the. Uh, okay, so the magazine where they found the, him. This the best time. part is you're like you're seeing these headlines like they found them, they found them. This is an exclusive, <laughs> and you're like, who's got the exclusive? And then you find out it's a magazine out of Australia. Shout out Australia. It's always an Australian publication, Called obviously. New Idea. And you're like, mm, okay, hold on. And it's Australia's number one women's magazine brand. Not that women's magazines can't do in-depth journalism, but literally the first story. This is not even the first story in the magazine. The main story is, I'm a mom at last, Jen's baby joy. The moment they found out, they're saying that Jennifer Aniston is pregnant. Which, <laughs> first, I'm kind of, that makes me kind of like... Gives me a little bit of doubt for mm-hmm. this other story. Jennifer Aniston's been pregnant eight hundred times, so literally, like I'm already, I'm already literally. questioning this. And then second, uh, second story, we have uh, Olivia's missing ex lover found. Love that Australia still like on the Olivia Newton John's missing ex husband beat or whatever. Ex lover. Yes, he's alive. They got a picture of picture the, proof. This insanely grainy photo of him. He looks like uh, it does Sasquatch. Look like he looks like, like Sasquatch. Like Sasquatch. He looks like, like Sasquatch. They could have like um, photoshopped some like gray hair on Sasquatch. They say uh, world exclusive picture proof. Um, and the best part is if you go to newidea.com and you go to their um, 
they're the like bar across the top in their celebrity section. Mm-hmm. Let me read you every single story that's on the top of their story. Okay, oh. what are they? Olivia's daughter, uh, Chloe, makes an emotional announcement. Human, marine, human remains found. Uh, Olivia jo- Newton-John, how I will get through this. Uh, another one about human remains. <laughs> Chloe Latini's shocking comments about Las Vegas massacre. That's her daughter. Okay. Olivia Newton-John's frightening cancer convention. Meaning, what I'm trying to say to you is this magazine only covers Olivia Newton-John and, and like true crime. But it's funny, like Olivia Newton-John has this much shit going on out Outside of a, a missing ex-lover who's, a, who's it's alive. It's true. Her daughter is like a thing. You've read about her daughter, right? Yes. But I love, but another thing I love about this cover, New Idea, which is... Insane. Which is, It looks I don't like know, J-14. It's a trip. Yeah. It, it looks like J-14, yes. It doesn't look like a, it doesn't look like an American tabloid cover at all. No. But I think we should take a... Um, no, page. I think we should take a cue from them. It's great. Yeah. But, so, what's surprising is usually when you look at another country is, if you are from a particular country and you look at another country's gossip rags, the thing about celebrity gossip is that it's very, it's like local. Mm-hmm. So, like, if, when you look at a Hello magazine from London, even though it's a big, like, n- international city, you don't know who any of these people are. But this new idea is Australian and it's like Jennifer Aniston, Justin Thoreau, know him. Olivia and John, know him. Uh, the Royals, Harry, Kate, uh, what's her name? Pippa? What's the weird one with the hat? Who wore the hat? <laughs> Oh, What's um, Beatrice. Beatrice. No one. Um, Angie and Brad. No one. I know but then in the for. bottom right, <laughs> bottom right, the one remaining headline is just Carl and Lisa's tense public showdown. Who are Carl and Lisa? <laughs> Carl and Lisa. If I Google Carl and Lisa, Lisa do you think Australia. I'll find out? Who are Carl Who are and Lisa? Carl. Carl Stefanik's bizarre tribute to co-host Lisa Wilkinson. They're co-hosts. They're co-hosts on what? Um, <laughs> the Today Show. Um, the Today Show. Oh. But the Today Show in Australia. Oh, it looks like Lisa quit because she's not getting equal pay. Oh, so oh, Lisa's wow. like taking a stand. This is amazing. Lisa's taking a stand. Magazine claims. Wait, magazine. Sorry, I decided Carl sucks. I hate Carl. Carl's my new enemy. Magazine claims Lisa Wilkinson and Carl Stefanik were not pals as she grew tired of his behavior in recent months. This is on the Daily Mail. It says New Idea reports Lisa Wilkinson's relationship with her former Today Show stablemate. Stablemate is rude. They're like both horses. Carl Stefanik has become increasingly tense and towards the end of her tenure on the program. People see them and assume they're pals, but they're not. Wow, Carl and Lisa. Um, I guess I I was about to disparage Carl and Lisa, but I love them. She quit after they couldn't match uh, Carl's. They offered her $200,000 less than Carl. What? And she was like, fuck this. But they've been together for a decade. And she feels betrayed. That's wild. Carl should have just said, either you pay us the same or I walk. And fuck Carl. Yeah, Carl's bad. Also, what country are they in the Today Show on? We figured that out. Australia. Is it Australia? Australia has their own Today Show. Yeah. You sure? That's the thing. It's all like celebrities go on. It's like a big. It's show. not England. It's Australia. No, it's Australia. Um, yeah, it's Australia. It's, it's Australia. big. Like when celebrities are on, like doing a press junket, they always go on Today Show in Australia. You know what? I'm really ashamed of Carl. I'm really ashamed of him. Hmm? It's sad to say we're all a little bit shocked, and it will take a little while to sink in. So for now, just this, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you for the laughs, the sage advice, the calmness. Mm-hmm. Oh, the calmness. And thank you for all of your support. Thank you for being a great colleague. Thanks for being a great interviewer. Thanks for being a great dancer and a truly, truly terrible singer. <laughs> Thanks for being a great mum. I know you value that more than anything else. And thank you for being a great friend. So if you were at our show in Boston um, this past weekend, which went amazingly, I'm so good. Skip ahead so 10 minutes. Good. Amazing. You don't really want to hear this because um, we did this thing out there. But most of you don't live in Boston. So uh, so I thought you would enjoy this. Yeah. Bobby wrote a game is what I'm saying. 
Here we go. So as we all know, like the 100,000 days of Christmas are showing up on Hallmark soon where they made 1 billion new Christmas movies that they're showing off. Um, almost everyone has Christmas in the title. The titles are so generic. They're so generic. They don't really tell you anything about it. But Lindsay, I'm going to read you descriptions of um, upcoming Hallmark Christmas movies and then give you some title options and see if you can guess the titles. Okay, no one sh- I mention this a lot, but like just know that I'm Jewish. So this is not only <laughs> difficult because I don't watch the Hallmark channel that often, but I'm also Jewish. So Christmas as a concept really doesn't like click mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I only know what I've seen on like movies, right? Mm-hmm. So like Home Alone and Elf. Yeah. Here we go. When struggling pastry chef Kylie Watson learns she's made it to the finals of the American Gingerbread Competition, she thinks her competitive spirit has finally paid off and hopes the publicity will help her jumpstart her new cafe. But there's just one problem. The oven she's supposed to use breaks down right before the contest. Determined to enter, she reaches out to Nick Minazzi, her old boyfriend (laughs) from culinary school, who gave up his dream of being a pastry chef to take over his family's pizzeria. Hello. Nick allows her to use his industrial pizza oven at night to craft her ambitious gingerbread confections. Wait, who's in this? Lacey Chabert and some other guy. It okay. doesn't matter. If you ask me who's in it, we're going to lose all of our time. So okay. I just cannot. I okay. left the names out. Okay, but I as the know. two reminisce about the dreams of their youth, their romance is rekindled. But just as Kylie is on the cusp of taking the grand prize and embracing true love, things get complicated when her ex-boyfriend takes a drastic step to win her back. Kylie realizes she must embrace the Christmas spirit or risk losing both the contest and her new love. How does, incre- how does embracing the Christmas spirit help her solve this problem? <sighs> Lindsay... I know you are a Jew, but we Gentiles understand that the Christmas spirit cures everything. But okay? I just don't the understand Christmas how spirits, the Christmas spirit's going to help The Christmas her. spirit cures everything. It just, okay. Uh, Lindsay. I just, it's like. Lindsay, if you converted, you would understand that the Christmas spirit nev- will cure I, what ails you. I, I okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Fine. All right. All right. So what's my. Is this, is this movie called The Sweetest Christmas, A Frosted Christmas, <laughs> Fresh Baked Christmas, no. or A Confectioner's Christmas? Okay. It's not, it's not a fresh baked Christmas. That's insane. <laughs> I mean, is it? No, it's insane. And it's not the, a confectioner's Christmas, because that's like a type of sugar. I don't even know why they would call it that. So it's either one or two. What are one or two? The sweetest Christmas, a frosted Christmas. The first one. It's the sweetest Christmas. Okay, you got it right. You got it right. Okay. Here we go. Ding, ding, ding. Travel writer Emery. <laughs> Who's in this one? Doesn't matter. Okay. Has never had a traditional Christmas. Uh, also, neither of you. Um, <laughs> all the... <laughs> Although her free spirit makes Won't her the, somebody show me the spirit of Christmas? <laughs> Although her free spirit makes her the perfect travel writer, a surprising breakup with her boyfriend makes her personal life takes her personal life to square one. Hoping to spend the holiday relaxing and recovering, Emery takes the picturesque Christmas vacation plan for the two of them alone. Through a mix up of the rental site, always, always. Did you get paired a, with a man? Or maybe a little Christmas magic. No! Emery is forced to share That's the cabin. That's not the spirit of Christmas. Wait, Lindsay, she's forced to share the cabin with a handsome widower. I'm sorry, a bad customer service <laughs> is not the Christmas spirit. But not just a young widower. His daughter and mother-in-law. Fuck. What begins Wait, as an annoying... his daughter and mother-in-law. Yeah. What begins as annoying and giving its blooms into a romance she never knew was possible and a Christmas with the daughter and the mother-in-law. Forever. Yes, yes, all of them. Is this called Christmas Getaway, the Christmas Cabin, Christmas Interrupted, or Christmas Mix-Up? It's not Christmas Interrupted, because Girl Interrupted is not, like, it's not going to be letting that happen. <laughs> Christmas Interrupted, it's like Girl Interrupted, but like a Christmas version of it. So it's like the everything happens, the but it's it. like, yeah. Um, I love the chickens. <laughs> chicken. Um, um, Christmas Mix-Up. What's the first two? The Christmas Getaway, the Christmas Cabin, and then the Christmas Mix-Up. The first one. No, it's the Christmas cabin. The Christmas cabin? Oh, no, it's actually called the Christmas getaway. Whoops, I was wrong. Wait, what? I assumed it was the Christmas cabin. Wait, I got it right? You got it right. Damn. Amazing. Oh, my God. Amazing. Oh, my God. I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to skip that one. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. 
Weeks before Christmas, interior designer Laura is sent to her hometown of Santa Fe, New Mexico to remodel a landmark hotel. As Laura is kept busy with the renovations, her eight-year-old daughter, Nicole, is introduced to the art of salsa dancing at a local dance studio. Laura is surprised to find that the studio's owner is Ricardo, her old high school sweetheart and former salsa dance partner. When Laura and Ricardo reconnect, the sparks fly on and off the dance floor. This beautiful Christmas, the beautiful Christmas traditions of New Mexico become the backdrop for spirited dancing and unexpected romance. This stars the Pina Vegas. Oh, I love them. Yes. I love their work in Mm. marrying each other. (laughs) (laughs) I love their work in taking each other's names and mixing them together. I love mixing a name. Yeah. What is it? So is it Dancing into Christmas, Christmas Salsa Style, Enchanted Christmas, or Stepping into Christmas? I shouldn't remember what this one is. Christmas Salsa Style is so fucking stupid. I know you wrote that. The last one? No, it's Enchanted Christmas. It's Enchanted Christmas. So it has nothing to do with dancing. No, it doesn't at all, right? Isn't that crazy? Wow, that's so stupid of it. Uh, what's going on here? Oh, wait, I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to do... Oh, this one's short. A struggling actress is cast in her last off-off Broadway show, LOL, a modern take on A Christmas Carol, before giving up her dream and moving home. Instead, she finds romance with her director and a renewed passion for her craft and the city. But when the historic theater loses its lease and the show is set to fold, she and her castmates are in need of a Christmas miracle. Is this called Christmas Encore? Carol's Christmas. Who? The Christmas Shop. What? Or the Christmas Shop. I didn't write a third one for the whole Christmas Encore. Carol's Christmas. The Christmas Shop. Christmas Encore? It's Christmas Encore. Fuck. I thought you would choose Carol's Christmas. Why? Because it's, it's someone named Carol? Well, it seems like, why wouldn't they name her Carol? I'm really good at this, but Why the wouldn't way. they name her Carol? I'm really good at this game for being Jewish. Sophie Bennett begins the new holiday tradition of spending every holiday at the Evergreen Inn and Ski Lodge, which she inherited from her parents. Evergreen Inn is a special place filled with people who cannot make home for make it home for the holidays. Why would they go there? Or who have had a wonderful experience that has never that has made it become their home away from holiday home. Oh my god. This Christmas, Sophie will meet an unforgettable family and her own life will be changed forever. Christmas away, Christmas Apres Ski, Christmas on the Slopes, Christmas at Holly Lodge. Christmas on the Slopes. Christmas at Holly Lodge. What the f- What's crazy, it's not even called Holly Lodge. It's called Evergreen Inn and Ski Lodge. So why would it be called Holly Lodge? I have Holly no Lodge. idea. Okay. I have no idea. Um, oh, this one's good. Okay. Just because they are identical does not mean these twins even like each other. Candace Cameron Bure <laughs> plays both of them, I think. Wait, she plays both twins? I think so. Oh Estr- my God, this is perfect. Estranged <laughs> yeah. twin sisters get together no. for an obligatory pre-Christmas So they talk lunch. to each other I over think gr- so. Oh, okay. It only has a photo of her and the man, but I think it's if they're twins. Gonna... It's going to be, don't, oh, you're going to find the name. Estranged twin sisters get together for an obligatory pre-Christmas lunch a year after their mother died. Both women are unhappy and frustrated with their own lives, though not close. Each is envious of the other's life. What? Do not look this up. I'm not. What's a twin to do but take advantage of this? And who would be the wiser? Oh, they do what any identical twin. So she plays both of them. Do in need. They, in need they switch. Outlooks. They swap lives until Christmas Day. I love this you idea. You can't swap lives. No idea. twin I wants to swap lives. Okay. I love this idea. No twin wants And by to... doing so, each woman discovers the true meaning of her okay. life and gains a deeper perspective and appreciation for what she already had. Is this called twinning for Christmas? <laughs> Fuck. The Christmas oops. No. Switched for Christmas or the Christmas swap? The Christmas swap. It's switched for, for Christmas. Christmas. Isn't, huh. that ba- isn't that the worst name? Yeah, that's terrible. Um, but also, why would you switch? Like, that is a really, that's not, no twin wants to do that. One more, and because this is getting boring. Okay. One more. Dermot Mulroney is in this. I'm not and bored. And so is Danny Glover. Danny Glover's in this? And so is, what's her name? The Bride from Father and the Bride. You can't look it up. You can't I'm not look it looking it up. What's I'm her name? The Bride from Father and the Bride? I don't know. You know her name. Yeah. What's her Annie. name? Annie. Annie. 
David Baldacci's number one New York Times bestseller comes to Hallmark Hall of Fame. A journalist embarks on a cross-country train ride at Christmas, having no idea this journey will take him into the rugged terrain of his own heart. And wait, rediscovers, wait, 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 wait. And the rugged re- train rugged of his own heart? Yeah. As he rediscovers people's goodness, holiday magic, and a love he thought he'd lost. Is this called A Choo Choo Christmas? No. The Christmas Trip, Cross Country t- Christmas, or The Christmas Train? Cross Country cross country Trip at Christmas? No. And that's the best. It's called The Christmas Train. It's what so boring. What the fuck is The Christmas Train? It's so boring. Anyway, we're done. You got like most of them right. Whatever. You get an A. Uh, Wait, what are you going to say? What is she up to? No, I was going to show you something that made me really happy. And it's the poster for Switch Deck Christmas. Oh my God, both of them. Both of them are in it. And yes, they switch, but she plays them both. Fantastic, iconic, legendary. Do you think you get double pay? What do you if mean? You're too, if you play two no, roles. No, absolutely not. You don't get double pay. If you play two roles. No, I'm sorry. No, you don't get double if pay. If you play two roles. You don't get double pay. Is that a union thing? <laughs> you don't get double Why don't you ask Lindsay Lohan, uh, uh, can you not? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Go sorry, away. that's a cameo from uh, Lindsay's mother. Can you not? Go home. Go away. She can say something? No, she can't. Bobby liked her coleslaw a lot. It was really good. It was amazing. Um... You should ask all the other people who've played twins. What's her name? Uh, no. <laughs> she huh? she went, a chip. Your mom wants a chip. Yeah, but it's literally the bag is right next to the microphone. Okay. I don't want to uh, like. I don't want to traumatize our uh, listeners. What's What's her name? Who was Who was Heidi? The one who's original Parent Trap. Oh, I don't know her name. I'm thinking of the Prestige. Scarlett Johansson. No. Who played twins in the... Pres- who were the, the twin... Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Well, Hugh Jackman, there was like a hundred of him. Right. Okay. Does he get paid for okay. each one of Haley those? Haley Mills. Does he get paid for each one? No, because he didn't have real role. He was the same person. I'm just saying, you know? did he get paid? Candace Cameron Bure is playing two different characters. That's just a fun... That's just like... I bet she's like, mm, I'm up for the challenge. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Um, Rita is hosting the uh, European Music Awards on Sunday, which is honestly, the more I think about it, a bigger deal than I think we gave it credit for. I think it's a really big that's deal. That's a huge deal that she's hosting. Mm-hmm. And that's because she's a 360 performer, you know? She's a 360 performer. Can you read that quote? Uh, no, it just says, I'm a 360 performer. <laughs> they ask her what kind of performer. She says, I'm a 360 performer. Um, so are you going to tune into the EMAs on Sunday? No. No? Oh, they will have already happened. They're, they're happening tonight. Well, they have, they'll happen in the morning. Last night. They'll happen in the morning. No, well, they'll have happened Are they Monday, Sunday night? Sunday night in Europe. Yeah, I don't know. I doubt it. We'll, like, talk about them at some point. You know, we're going to have to find some weird bootleg stream. It's not going to work. It's going to be, like, like a VPN into, like, What's a channel with 4 with anything Rita ever does? I'm going to find a bootleg stream. I can barely <laughs> find her in the trailer for Fifty Shades Freed or whatever. Is she in it? In the trailer? I, I don't know. There's, like, one shot where maybe it's her, but it's definitely not her. And people were like, it's Rita. I'm like, it's not Rita. Some woman in a chair who's tied up. What's new? They're tying her up in a chair and putting her in the background. <laughs> Anyways, um, to all the people who have sent us this link, thank you. Rita did an interview with a website called wealthsimple.com, which is literally like paid for by a Canadian wealth management company. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know why how this happened, like how this got on Rita's press list or whatever. I mean, people have done it. Kevin Kevin Bacon did one. Cool. Um, and it's all about Mario how, Batali did one. It's all about how Rita is 
uh, an immigrant. Yeah. And so when she got rich, she paid off her parents' cars and she bought a lot of sneakers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that interesting at all. It's really not. And like I was looking for something that could be a little bit some something about Rita. I There's found, not a good pull quote. Really. She says, "I know I'm young to say this at 26, which you're like, oh my god, I forgot Rita's 26. But I always think about the future, the long haul. I like to have a plan. I really want to have a big oh, family and live in the countryside. I have loads of kids and feed my ducks. Ducks. I have a few <laughs> friends who live in the country. Some in the Cotswolds. Some in Suffolk. And it always makes me jealous. She loves ducks. She just wants ducks. She wants ducks." What else did Rita do for She'd Christmas? She'd be a great duck Speaking mom. of things for Christmas, what else did Rita do? Rita lit the lights on Oxford Street. Which is also a big deal to British people, I think. I think so. Based on what I see on the Daily Mail every year, because this event gets a lot of Daily Mail coverage. Of course. But, but like just because someone thinks it's a lot of Daily Mail coverage is it big, I don't know. Because I didn't know anyone else at this event. No, I didn't know All of the people on the stage Just her, Rita. Just Rita. Yeah. But apparently it's an honor and there are lights on Oxford you Street. you press a button. And you push a button and it turns on and it's like... Christmas is officially happening. Like, it's officially... Because they don't have Thanksgiving. So they don't have Thanksgiving in England, obviously. What so it's like So it's like, in America, it's like, the moment Thanksgiving's over, it's we're Christmas. allowed to celebrate Christmas. So the, the moment... The lights uh, turn on. The moment... Uh, ho- do they have Halloween there? Yeah, they have Halloween everywhere. Do they so, have Halloween there? So the moment Halloween's over, then it becomes Christmas. Do they have For Halloween them. There's there. nothing in between, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, also... The best thing about this is that it was written up by the Daily Mail. Let me read you the headline. It's going to be lit. Rita Ora shows off her natural beauty in a seasonal knitted jumper as she hits the switch at the annual Oxford Street Christmas light ceremony. You're like, what was Rita wearing? I'll tell you. She was wearing the most adorable sweater. It's, she, cowl it's, neck. A, it's the cool. It's like a really cool winter outfit. She's wearing a cowl neck sweater with long sleeves and a very long skirt that like covers all her legs. The only skin visible on Rita Ora. And she's in like a... Is her clunky, face? clunky sweater. Like yeah. usually it's like shows off her enviable curves. No, she did not. No curves are visible here. All you see are her face and the tips of her hands. So meanwhile, the Daily Mail had to comment on that. So they said, dressed for the wintry nights, the stunner still served up just enough sex peel as she switched on the years for the Christmas, this year's Christmas lights on Oxford Street. So what they're saying is um, she served just enough sex appeal for this event, which included switching on lights for well, Christmas. as though that was like something in her mind where she's like, well, I got to be sexy for this. And it's like, she just wanted to be And the warm. Daily Mail's like, mm, she provided a little sex appeal. We got to have a little sex appeal from like, Rita. Fucking leave it out for once <laughs> she could not she could not get more covered up than this it's true it's true anyway it's true. like unless she were literally unless they rolled her out in a suitcase like that is the only way she would be like taylor swift yeah um what else did she do anything that's literally that it? it she switched um, on the lights and she's doing the emas and uh she looks great with just enough sex appeal and i think we're done okay fine end it end it it's you oh um, and apologize to your mother <laughs> I'm sorry to my mother for all the things that I've done to her, which is truly <laughs> such a long list. Apologizing for telling her to go away is like only the tip. Anyways, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, sorry this episode was like a little harried. We have the show tonight, so we got to go over there and uh, do some stuff. Uh, thank you to coming for coming out to Boston if you came. If not, shame on you. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Thank you to uh, Katie and Eric of The Who's for the Rita song. And we will see you on Thursday. On Thursday. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. You will say that. That was a HeadGum Podcast.